Hello, guys. Thank you guys so much uh, for tuning into the BCG podcast. This is Ayana, the host. And I want to start off with um, hoping everybody's having a great uh, Thursday. Uh, I'm super excited about tonight, um, game six of the NBA finals. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, everybody ball out, but I'm closely um, looking forward to seeing what this Warriors team is going to do tonight with their back against the wall, low key. Because, I mean, this is a very big game. If they don't win, then, um, you know, next game is a game seven and they're going back to Boston. So uh, I feel as though this is one of those games where, you know, it's kind of like to them they need to play like this is a win or go home situation. Um, with that being said, I want to also touch on Andrew Wiggins and his amazing performance in game five. And, um, you know, the thing with everybody is that everybody seems so surprised that Andrew is playing this way. Well, Andrew Wiggins has been playing this way all season long. I mean, that's the reason why he was an all-star uh, this year. And, you know, I feel as though he's pretty much he's he's arrived, you know, and I think uh, it took a, a little while for him to blossom into the NBA player that everybody knew he could be. But, you know, sometimes it takes longer. But you guys have to also understand he's only 27 years old. So, I mean, with that being your age and the time you have in this NBA finals, you look at it as, I mean, that he's he's getting to where he needs to be around the right time. Um, I'm hoping that the Warriors are able to re-sign him after this season, whether they win a championship or not. Uh, he's going to be a big, 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 intricate piece to uh, their success in these next few years. And um, I'm just hoping that he's going to stay with the Warriors uh, franchise and hopefully get a max contract. Also, um, I want to get into uh, comments made by analysts about, um, you know, the Warriors spending uh, the, the comments came after Game Five. Brian Windhorse of the ESPN—he's uh, an ESPN analyst on Sports Center—but uh, he he basically said that the Warriors are, you know, playing this way because they, you know, they have money to spend. And you know, the issue that I have with that is that you know the whole Warriors team almost has are are players who have been drafted uh, outside of Andrew Wiggins and Kuminga, who was um, in in that trade when they did the Minnesota trade. He was the first round draft pick that they got. Um, what I want to say with that is, is that I've always felt like the Warriors management, their player development, just everybody in their franchise seems like they know what they're doing when it comes down to actually building teams and making them better. You know, a lot of a lot of teams are just not good at that. You know, you see a lot of uh, teams get these high superstar profile players and they want to, you know, just go grab the best players off the off uh, the best teams. You know, I think the Warriors for some reason are always put in that category because KD came and joined them. But outside of KD joining this team, everybody else has been drafted. I mean, Steph Curry drafted, Klay Thompson drafted, Draymond Green drafted, Jordan Poole drafted, Kevon Looney drafted. I mean, uh, Gary Payton uh, II, uh, he came from the G League. But again, you know, these are players that people would have not even, you know, thought of signing I mean Jordan Poole is so good you would have thought he was like a top 10 draft pick in the uh in the in the NBA draft but he was number 28 so it just tells you how and it tells you and shows you how good they are with developing their players and actually making them you know uh, mold them into what the team needs and I think a lot of these players are just players that have um grown and just have been developed correctly, and that's why they are playing the way that they are playing. So the comments came, and I just felt as though I needed to touch on it because I need everybody to understand that this is the way a franchise should be, and it should be ran. 
You know, <laughs> I mean, you got franchises, no shades of the Brooklyn Nets. These guys went out and got these these um, big time name guys, and they just got swept in, a, in the NBA uh, NBA playoffs uh, by a Boston Celtics team. That you know, I mean, they have good players as well. I mean, they have a they have a pretty good team and uh, pretty well put together. But they have a built team as well with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. You know, those are guys who. I think Jason Tatum was drafted to Boston. I don't, I'm sure Jalen Brown was drafted there as well. So, um, you know, they have a team that obviously they know what they're doing over there. You know, Boston, I mean, uh, Brooklyn Nets, you guys went and got, you know, KD, uh, Kyrie's there, you, what, DeAndre Jordan, and, and I mean, Blake Griffin and Seth Curry and, and all these good players, you know, like, because these are players that, could possibly potentially any of those players could potentially come to this Warriors team and possibly be like a third or fourth best player, you know, and you got these players on this team outside of KD and Kyrie, you have players that could actually go to the Warriors team and be third and fourth um, best players on their team. So those comments came at a time and I'm just like, you know, there are a lot of teams on paper that have better teams than the Warriors. The Warriors just have a good built team with good coaching and good players that are put around Steph Curry, allowing him to be successful. That's not something that should be, you know, oh, it's a checkbook win, you know, because they're able to spend money. No, it's a it's a win by a franchise that built a team so they can win, you know, because I remember two years ago, the Warriors only won 15 games. Nobody was worrying about them. Nobody was talking about them. Even though Curry was out the whole season, they were still getting laughed at, you know, NBA teams were laughing at them. They were saying they were this, they were saying, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, the, the, the point of, the point of me bringing this up was because I've heard this before from other people, you know, so I've heard other people say this and then, you know, to know an ESPN analyst actually feels that way as well. Um, it's funny because I, I look at this whole team and everybody's been drafted. So, you know, there's not any, there's, this is no different than what any team could do in an NBA franchise, you know? So that, th- those comments were a little bit, they were, they were, uh, a little bit different for me because I didn't, um, I didn't expect somebody to say that with this team, you know? Okay. They said it when KD was there. All right. Okay. Got it. But you're saying this now, and most of the team outside of, you know, Dre Clay, uh, Andrew Wiggins, and, you know, Steph, are young guys that were drafted by this team. So, you know, that's, the, that's what people need to understand. Um, and what I mean by young players drafted is that all those players are younger players that were just developed. Their core players like Steph, Clay, Draymond were all drafted to the Warriors as well. So, you know, again, that just proves my point of what I'm saying. Andrew Wiggins was the only player that was literally traded from another team. And when Andrew Wiggins was traded, everybody felt like the trade wasn't a good trade. Nobody looked at that as, oh, the Warriors are going to be da da da. Nobody did that. <laughs> not one person. I didn't see not one person saying, oh, this team is going to be a team to look out for now that they have Andrew Wiggins. Nobody said that. So, you know, I just think the comments come from a very uh, bitter place. He's a big LeBron fan, big uh, wherever LeBron goes type of guy. And I don't know why he's even like that, because even LeBron has went to teams, 
you know, where he's played with players that have came from other teams that were like the best player on other teams. And, you know, the Lakers to me have a pretty good stacked roster as well. Probably a to a lot of people, a better roster on paper than what the Warriors have to a lot of people. Because, I mean, at the beginning of the season, we all know who they said was going to the finals, and it wasn't the Warriors. It was the Lakers and the Nets. So that just, again, proves my point of the comment. You know, I felt like the comment was, you know, coming from a, you know, very bitter, um, upset place. Uh, So, again, I just wanted to touch on it because that's why I have a podcast, because I'm going to speak on things that I see or hear. And I just definitely wanted to uh, touch on that because I felt like, you know, I've, I've heard it before from other people. And I've always tried to understand why people say this about the Warriors when out of the few teams in the NBA, they are a few of the teams that actually have the same players that are actually that have actually grown with their franchise since they were drafted by them and that one of those teams is the Warriors the only player that was not drafted by this team that is making a big difference is Andrew Wiggins I mean Gary Payton the second he was he came from the G League so you know everybody else drafted by this Warriors uh management so I just think that that's amazing that's that's you know amazing um back to Andrew Wiggins I want to uh just say that I feel as though Andrew Wiggins will definitely have to have a a big game today and I also feel like Seth has to have a big game for them to win um to win the NBA championship and I think that it will come I also feel as though Clay doesn't have to have a 40 point game but he does need to at least to me try to get at least a 30 point game <laughs> I mean it, w- it would really help it would take some of the pressure off Steph but I think if all three of those guys show up tonight we're one in the NBA finals um there's nothing else anybody else could say like I said I'm a Warriors fan so you know who my pick is but again I want to also shout out the Boston Celtics because they played so well and if the Boston Celtics are able to make this uh turn this into a game seven they that is amazing if they can come into this type of atmosphere and, you know, this being their first finals, having a rookie coach, Udoka, if they're able to do that, then that is amazing. If they are able to make this a, a Game 7, um, you know, series, take it to a Game 7. So I'll be watching like everybody else tonight. Um, like I said, I just want to – Andrew Wiggins, I just want to, you know, just say that his impact for this Warriors team has been tremendous all year. Uh, He's just played so great all year. And, you know, continuing to do that in the playoffs for a lot of players sometimes is hard. So the fact that he's still able to do this in the playoffs and on the NBA Finals level, that just tells you a lot about him as a player. And I'm hoping that he gets that max contract that he's probably looking for in the offseason because he definitely deserves it. And I think he's played well enough to receive that. So um, I am, like I said, like anybody else, I'm looking forward to this game tonight. Uh, I just, you know, I, I, I'm hoping that the, the dubs come out with this this uh, this win. But if not, we'll go, go to a game seven and it's going to be the same type of uh, thing for me. I just hope that they are able to uh, play well. Um, Steph, uh, Andrew, Clay all show up. Even Dre, I'm hoping he's able to play a lot better than he's been playing previously. But this is going to be a big game. Um, Jordan Poole, I hope he can come off the bench and give them some productive points, uh, productive defense. And, yeah, this is, this, is, this is it. Like, you know, this game right here is going to be is this the defining moment right now. And I think uh, whoever comes out playing their best is going to be talked about. 
even if, you know, and like I said, we all know Steph is going to win the finals MVP. That's probably in the bag. But as far as, you know, whoever comes out and plays their best this game, we don't know who's going to come out and really do, uh, you know, their best or who's going to have the best game. But like I said, I'm hoping that uh, collectively the whole Warrior squad is able to, are able to really come in and just play collectively good. It doesn't matter who uh, plays well. It's just not about one player. Basketball is a team sport, so we everybody has to come in and play well for this team to win the championship against a very good Boston team and a very good Boston team at their um, at their home court. So, uh, like I said, we'll see what happens tonight. And um, I think that's going to be it for the podcast today. I uh, just wanted to really shout out Andrew Wiggins for his amazing performance in Game 5. I think he played tremendous, and I'm hoping that, like I said, I hope he gets the max contract, uh, whether they win the finals or not, I'm in the offseason because he deserves it. Thank you guys for tuning into the BCG podcast, and I'm out.